0: You are listening to the Bellator Christie podcast brought to you by bellatorchristi.com. Now join your host, Brian Chilton, as we enter the arena of ideas. Mm-hmm.
1: So oh. Taking of the sword of Christian theology and the shield of classic apologetics, while taking Christian truth into the arena of ideas, this is the Bellator Christi Podcast, brought to you by bellatorchristi.com. And this is your host uh, for the time we have together today, probably 30 minutes or uh, perhaps a little less, yours truly, Brian Chilton. Again, we thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, we do have a uh, interesting podcast for you today, and one that is... Uh, very, for many people will be somewhat emotional, an emotional podcast, um, and it's something that many people deal with, and that is uh, God who is in the midst of the tragedies of life. We uh, recently had a disaster in our community, and um, it has uh, it destroyed a local school, and um, it has... Uh, uh, damaged many, many homes in, in, a, uh, in an area, uh, in our community. And, of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to the individuals who were affected by uh, the tornado here in our community. And we'll, t- and we'll give uh, a little more information concerning that uh, as we go forth into the podcast today. Uh, again, we thank you for joining us today. Again, the Bellator Christie podcast is a production of com. We do encourage you. To go check out the website, and uh, while you're there, be sure to click subscribe. And by doing so, you'll it's absolutely free. Uh, there's no there no there's no information sold to third parties or anything like that. Uh, I think sometimes somebody must have sold our information uh, because uh, we have uh, my goodness telemarketers calling all the time, all the time. So, um, but nonetheless, I mean that there there are no strings attached. All all that will happen is you will receive. All the articles and the uh, links to the podcast as they become available in your inbox, absolutely free. Of course, we're also on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher, and so we encourage you to go check us out there. Uh, if you just like to catch the podcasts, and um, of course, we do hope that you will check out the articles at Bellator Christi, but if you just want to check the podcasts uh, out, we encourage you to go and uh, check out the different ways that you can... Um, Hear the podcast, uh, through again, through iTunes, TuneIn, and uh, Stitcher. We have now uh, switched the days. The podcast will be coming to you a day earlier. As was mentioned uh, last week, uh, the podcast is going to start being released on Sundays. And so uh, if you're on TuneIn, you should be getting the podcast on Mondays now. Uh, if you're on any other means through the website, uh, iTunes or whatever else, Stitcher, whatever else, um, you, you'll receive them Sunday afternoons, sometimes Sunday afternoons. So uh, we're trying to do this to, to help uh, scheduling for the podcast as well as... Um, Getting the information out there to you a little bit sooner, so uh, we're excited about that. So again, the podcast, the commentary edition of Bellator Christie will come to you on uh, on uh, Sundays now, and then of course last week we were a little delayed in getting the message to you, but most uh, most weeks we get the messages out. Uh, or at least the, the the goal is to get them out by Wednesdays. Uh, so so two, two, two times a week we're here with you each week. Now we do have, uh, just by way of uh, house cleaning, some details to tell you about. Coming up in July, there will be a couple of weeks where I will not be on the podcast. Uh, we're planning on uh, a time of... Uh, uh, rest and relaxation, you know, for for a few weeks, and I think this is important for me to, you know, kind of just rest my mind as well. Uh, but coming up, the first part of July, uh, we are going to ha- we were going to have are going to have, excuse me, uh, two guest uh, commentators who will be with us on the commentary section. So you will still receive something if all goes according to plan. You'll still receive something here on the Bellator Christie Podcast, Jason Klein a chaplain in uh, southwest Virginia, will be with us one week talking about... uh, He's going to be addressing some of the things that we've been writing about here in the past few weeks, talking about the uh, Holy Spirit and the communicative aspects of the Holy Spirit. And uh, he's going to talk a little bit about that. And uh, my good friend Shane, uh, he is going to come on and share information that he posted on his website concerning... Uh, ways to live a uh, a happy, healthy life. And so he's going to present some information for you the week that he's with us as well. So again, coming up, that's going to be the first w- couple of weeks in July uh, that that'll be taking place. So just uh, mark your calendar for that. And uh, so that'll be coming up. And uh, also, I need to let you know about the National Conference on Christian Apologetics. I am a promoter of this event, and this will be coming up October 13th and 14th. Apparently, they're not doing the women's edition this year. Uh, for the past few years, they've been doing a women's conference on the, day, on the Thursday uh, preceding, preceding the uh, conference. So, uh, But anyhow, 13th and 14th of October is when this is planned, which will be a Friday and a Saturday. Uh, this will be at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, and will be hosted by Southern Evangelical Seminary. Now, this will be the 25th edition, 25th uh, time that they have had this conference. And this year, the theme, as they normally have a theme each year, this the-, the theme this year will be Pursuing a Faith That Thinks. Pursuing a Faith That Thinks. So that will be the theme for this year, and among the speakers uh, will be Michael Brown, who will be with, who will be at the conference. Norman Geisler will be there. Gary Habermas will be there. Ken Ham from Answers in Genesis will be there. Uh, Richard Howe, Greg Kokel from Stand to Reason, Richard Land, J.P. Moreland. Now he was scheduled to be there a few years ago and was unable to be there for some health issues. He's scheduled to be there, and I'm looking forward to hearing from him. I really like uh, the material of J.P. Moreland and, and uh, hearing his lectures as well. Uh, we'll also have uh, Jay Richards who will be there, Hugh Ross, Frank Turek, and Jay Warner Wallace. Uh, and then there uh, uh, will be additional speakers who have been added. Uh, Dan Barker, he'll be part of an, a debate. Uh, J. Thomas Bridges will be there. David Geisler, the son of Norm Geisler, will be there. Timothy McGrew, as well as Juan Valdez. I love that name, Juan Valdez. A very musical name. Uh, he'll be there as well. And additional and and an, an, get my words out. And <laughs> and an, an additional thirty speakers will be added soon. Uh, so just to let you know uh, that will be forthcoming. So there's more things coming to this conference. They always have a wonderful conference every year I've ever attended. It's been fantastic. Again, this is at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, October 13th and 14th of 2017. And this is the National Conference on Christian Apologetics. If you'd like to register for tickets, you can do so now by going to conference.ses.edu. Once again, that's conference.ses.edu. S-E-S dot E-D-U. Go there and sign Up and you'll get uh, the early bird Pricing so long as you do so Before August 1st. Well at at this time we're going to Take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right Back as we uh, have a couple of issues To discuss uh, particularly Talking about seeing God in the Midst of the storms of life.
0: Life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our great nation was built on these simple principles. So was our university. Find your greatness at Liberty. Online or on campus, discover more at liberty.edu. It's the difference between a job and a career.
1: All right, we're back here at the Bellator Christie Podcast. And um, have a couple of things I want to discuss with you uh, for the next few minutes that we have together. Uh, this will probably be a, a shorter show than, um, than what we've had in the past. Uh, just a lot of things going on uh, here the past week. And um, But, but a, c- a couple of things of, uh, that I really want to talk about. First and foremost, uh, I've been speaking with a young man, and, and I won't give the name of this individual. He's a very intelligent young man. Uh, but, but something he said recently in an email conversation is that uh, he thought about leaving Christianity because when he asked people in the church what it is they believed, and and why it is they believed it, Uh, the only answers he received were were basically that uh, it is what it is, you just have to accept it and go on. And folks, I, I cannot stress enough, I cannot stress enough the importance that this shows from what I and many other individuals have been emphasizing for so long, too long, that it is time that the church takes its faith seriously. That the days for laziness, intellectually speaking, are over. It, it really is. And I'm not saying that uh, my good buddy Jason Klein and I we met this uh, this past uh, this th- past Thursday and we were talking about some things and. And, um, and 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 one of the things we have been discussing is the fact that we need to make sure we keep a balance in this because we have we need to have that relational aspect that we have with the Lord intact. Um, in fact, William Lynn Craig has even suggested to individuals that when they get to the point in time that they lose their compassion for individuals, it may be time to take a little bit of a break and to really focus on the spiritual disciplines to really focus on their relationship with Christ. And I think he's right about that. But in general, we as a church have done a very sloppy job here lately and within the past, I'd even say, 50 years or more, maybe even 100 years. We've done a very sloppy job when it comes to t- teaching and promoting Orthodox Christianity. We've done a very sloppy job training people in what Christianity is all about and why it is that we should be believing what we do. Christianity holds the distinction of being a very evidential type of faith. Not every worldview can say this. okay? We have good reasons for believing what we believe. Very good re- reasons indeed. And so it's important that we share that not only to evangelize but also to equip the church. Recently, William Lane Craig, on a podcast of uh, Reason, The Reasonable Faith, mentioned that he was down in Texas around the Corpus Christi area and, and uh, spoke at a conference uh, that was devoted to, dedicated to uh, apologetics. And it was hosted by the Texas Baptist State Convention. And that was an excellent thing to hear, that the te- that Texas Baptists are taking apologetics seriously. Oh, the, the rest of us would do the same. And so this this testimony of this young man just verifies what I and many others like me have been saying all along, that it is time that we must absolutely take our faith seriously. We must know what we believe and why we believe it. And I was really privileged, and I have been really privileged, to be able to discuss, and I and I have another question that he asked, a very good question that that I need to respond. I'm going to wait and make sure I, I respond to that question that he he posed in a time where I can really focus on the question uh, in depth because it was really good. And so, and he's been asking very good questions, but questions that are answerable according to the Christian faith. Um. Challenging questions. And you know, this young man is very, very smart, very intelligent young man. And so I, I, I pray that uh, that that, uh, that he that he if he hasn't already come will come to Christ. And I really believe that God can can really use this man for some great, great things in this life. So uh, anyhow, uh, that's my spiel about that. I, I really believe that that shows because it's the same testimony that I have. But it shows the importance that we have. Uh, and, and knowing what we believe and why we believe it, okay. You don't have to be a professional at this, but just simply take the time to actually read a book, to read some material. I mean, there are excellent materials out there, folks. I mean, there are some wonderful things. Uh, Doug Douglas Grutis has a book on um, uh, so where is it? Uh, Christian Apologetics? Uh, that's what it's called. A cumulative case. Uh, I uh, can't can't see the last part of the book but anyhow it's it's Christian apologetics it's sitting on the counter over there um, but I can't quite get to it right now but but uh, it's a wonderful book I mean if 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 you just had that book and um, that that would really help you in fact you know that may be that may make for a good podcast just make you know just listing out some of the essential tools for the apologist. You know, you be watching for that. There may be a podcast that I do here very soon. Uh, I think that would make for a good one. But let me move on to the next point. Uh, this past week, this past Wednesday, in fact, today uh, I'm, I'm recording this podcast on a Friday, as I've been doing in weeks past, but this this would put this being the 24th. This past Wednesday, the 24th, our community was rocked by an f2 tornado now if you're in oklahoma or if you're in parts of texas and you're parts out west listening to that you may say well that's not anything major Uh, but in our area it's huge we have the blessing of, of having most of the storms that we have come our way being blocked by the appalachian mountains and the Appalachian Mountains. Normally, you can actually see this on radar when the storms come from from Tennessee over into the Carolinas. The storms have the uncanny ability of of just ripping apart these storms as they come over the over the mountains, and uh, just just ripping them apart. And so, normally, by the time most storms come our way, if it comes from the west to east, uh, they're not as strong as they would be for our neighbors across across on the other side of the mountains. Um, but this storm took a different path. It came up from Atlanta, and there aren't many hills or anything like that to stop storms coming up from from that area, and so these storms wreaked havoc in our community. They wreaked havoc, and it's going to take a while before the community can, um, can get back to where, where it needs to be, um. i apologize i had a little technical difficulty a little glitch on the uh recording studio here and so uh it had a little bit of a delay there so if you heard some clicking in the background that's what was going on trying to get this thing back uh, back in order back and going uh but anyhow you know we we had um, an ef2 tornado come through and like i said that that's that's a strong tornado you know packing winds of 125 miles an hour and being in this area, we have a lot of trees, and you know, and, and uh, the landscape is uh, consists of many hills. And here in in this area, and um, so a lot of times it it may be where well, you can't see a tornado coming. The only thing that we um, the only thing that we have. A lot of times is uh, to, to be able to see is just you know you, you can tell you know certain things by looking at the clouds and things of that nature, but uh, it, it's not so flat. So that, you know a lot of times, a lot of places uh, it, it'll be flat enough where you can see it coming for miles. We don't have that luxury in many in many areas in many places. And so this ripped apart a local school. It uh, did a lot of damage. In fact, I, they're not even sure. That the school was going to be able to uh, reopen this school year. And, uh, you know, it, it damaged a lot of homes. Uh, it, it did a lot of destruction. But, you know, through it all, through all of it, you know, people often ask the question why did God let that happen? And so, you know, you know, through all of this, for um, you know, for this area, it's it's um, it's very difficult um, as 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 we don't normally have storms like this. But you know, through through all of this, and I, I do apologize. There was a little bit of a delay, <laughs> delay there. Uh, this is 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 difficult. I'm having all kinds of uh, <laughs> interruptions and. Uh, um, glitches with with this podcast, so obviously it seems like the devil's fighting me on getting this out there. But a lot of times, uh, when, when storms like this happen, disasters like this happen, uh, the first thing people will do is ask, you know, say, well, where was God in this? Where was God in these storms? And folks, I, I want to tell you that God was with several people. And in fact, this ought to be as I've heard many people in the area put it, and rightfully so, a wake up call in the fact that life is very precious. Life is fragile. And it doesn't take much for life to end on this side of eternity. So a lot, while a lot of people may be frustrated and angered and, and, and asking, where was God? God was there. In fact, there were forty-some people in the school when the tornado hit, and the fact that none of those individuals, to my knowledge, none of those individuals were harmed, is evidence of the fact that God was there with those people. Now, you may say, "Well, what about if someone was harmed?" You know, you know, God is still there. You know, for the believer, as, as a, a man by the name of Ricky Smithman once said, "It's a win-win situation." For for the believer, because if we li- we live, uh, we live in Christ to die is gain because we, we get to, to get to exist in heaven with our, our Lord and Savior until the time of the resurrection, and then we'll have that physical body again. You know, a body that'll never perish. But the people in the school were unharmed, which is which was an amazing thing because it completely demolished the gymnasium of this school. In fact, a lady who was a member of our church, uh, her brother, who's also a member of our church, told me that... um, Well, she told me about her brother, I should say. He's also a member. But the storm's direction was just... (laughs) Reminder, next time you record a podcast, turn off the phone. (laughs) Well, anyhow, let me get back... (laughs) On target. I should have known better than that. Uh, live and learn, as they say. But anyhow, uh, but but going back to the point, there was there was a lady who said uh, her brother was in the directly in the path of the storm, and uh, if the storm had moved in a different direction. Then you know he and he didn't go in the basement uh, you know he didn't he he wouldn't have made it into the basement if the storm had changed direction and would have headed in his path at least the least a little bit more he wouldn't be here with us today. There's another storm the story uh, and I don't have all of the details of this story, but there was a lady who was apparently as the storm came through thrown out of her front door, something poured her out of the front door. She she had a few bumps and bruises, but the storm completely demolished her home. If she had still been in her home, she would have been heaven forbid, you know what would have happened to her. Obviously, she probably would not have been here with us right now. So, as we look at all of these stories, we hear all these stories, and the the impact that this storm made. To 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 realize that no one, to my knowledge, was seriously hurt from this. Is my estimation a miracle? I really believe it. it's a miracle that no one was seriously hurt. But there were some who had some bumps and bruises. Uh, there, were so, there were some pets who, that didn't make it and, and things of that nature. But as far as human life, to my knowledge, no one was killed. And no one was seriously hurt. And that is, like I say, a A, a miracle. So I think that things like this often serve as wake-up calls to us to re- make us realize that, that life is very precious and that each day we live is truly a gift from God. You know, a lot of times we'll get so focused and caught up on, a lot, on, on things going on in the world. We get so caught up in politics. We get so caught up in, in, in being right This was what Jason and I were talking about the other day as well. So many times we get caught up in being right that we lose the focus from what's really important in this life. You see, a lot of times we face storms in life. But I think when we look back at the storms that we have in our lives that we're going to see that God was there with us through each and every portion. He was there with us holding our hands Through the difficulties of the storms of life, in fact, I I was uh, we were not able to have church this past Wednesday night. So, if uh, if you're hearing this and you're part of our Bible study group, you know, get ready. You're going to hear this in more detail coming up this this Wednesday. Uh, But I was actually studying for the um, the feeding of the five thousand. We won't cover. Let me let me rephrase this and say we'll 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 handle the feeding of the five thousand message, but the 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 lesson on walking on Jesus is walking on water is is something that will be coming up as well. But one thing that I found was interesting is that in the miracle of the feeding of the five thousand, which were probably more like which is probably more like fifteen twenty thousand people, because they only counted men in large numbers like this. Um, it's noted that when after the miracle happened, that uh, that that Jesus um, made his disciples, and reading from Mark's Gospel, get in the boat and go ahead of him to the other side of Bethsaida. While he dismissed the crowd, after that he said, after he said goodbye to them, he went away to the mountain to pray. Well into the night, the boat was in the middle of the night, a middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. He saw them straining against. Uh, at, at the oars, because the wind was against them. Very early in the morning he came toward them, walking on the sea and wanting to pass by them. When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought it was a ghost and cried out, because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke with them and said, Have courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased. And they were completely astounded, because they had not understood about the loaves, Instead, their hearts were hardened. You see, a lot of times in life, I think that last verse especially is intriguing. You know, they didn't have Jesus in the boat. And while he wasn't in the boat, you know, they really struggled. But when Jesus got in the boat, the storm subsided. He gave them peace despite the storm. And in addition, I think we also see the, the point of that the disciples, their hearts were hardened and not because I mean these were individuals who had a belief and trust in the Lord okay but their hearts were hardened because they, they failed to see what God was doing they failed to see what Christ was trying to teach them at that moment in time so folks what I'm trying to simply say to you is that life can make you bitter or it can make you better And if you don't have Christ in the boat of your life, then you will become bitter at every minute thing that happens in life. And that is a horrid way to live. It is an absolutely horrid way to live. But folks, you may be facing some storms today. And I would encourage you to see God in the midst of the storm because He's there. Maybe you're facing some difficulties, maybe it's with families, or maybe it's with friends, or maybe, uh, maybe you have uh, a lot of health issues, or maybe there's just some type of difficulty that's outside this scope. Maybe you're having some emotional issues or spiritual issues even. Understand, let Jesus in the boat, in the boat of your life. Regardless what you're going through, let Him in the boat of your life, and when you do, you'll notice that the storms will calm. But even if they don't, Jesus will give you the peace to endure the storm. He'll give you the peace and comfort to make it through. You see, instead of asking the question, why did God allow this to happen? Maybe we should ask, maybe we should stop and see that God was there with us through the storm and helped us every step of the way. Maybe we ought to just take a look and see that through that storm our faith was strengthened, our eyes hopefully were opened, and our hearts were softened to the truth that He is trying to teach us through His Holy Spirit. So my prayer is that you will let God help you through the storms of your life. And understand that just because God allows storms to happen doesn't mean that He doesn't care. And it does not mean that He's not there because I think you'll find I think you'll find that when you look back at the canvas of your life, that each and every detail of your life was intricately designed to bring about a certain result. Each and every point of your life was intricately designed, even in the difficult times, even though it may not have been the will of God that such a thing happened. God allowed it to happen to build you to the persons you are, to help you, mold you more into the image of Christ. So if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know Christ, we first of all want to encourage you to receive Him as Savior in God. And if you don't, uh, and if you already have received Him is what I'm trying to say, uh, to to strengthen your relationship with Him, to draw upon Him and trust upon His strength and not your own. Well, this is Brian Shelton. You've been listening to the Bellator Christi Podcast brought to you by bellatorchristi.com. God bless, and we'll see you back next time as we step into the arena of ideas.
0: Podcasts do not necessarily represent those of BellatorChristy.com or its affiliates. The Bellator Christy podcast is a production of BellatorChristy.com and is protected under Creative Commons copyright. All rights reserved. The theme song is Crucified, written by John and Michaela Lemonese, performed by Crosby Lane, and produced by Mansion Entertainment.